Dear listener, we hope that you've been enjoying the variety of podcasts that we have on our network. Now is your opportunity to help us by telling us a little more about you. Please visit jcastnetwork.org survey and complete our listener survey so that we can learn more about you and your listening habits. Again, please visit jcastnetwork.org survey. Thanks so much. You are listening to Two Minutes of Torah with Rabbi Danny, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Danny, please visit rabbidanny.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom and welcome to Two Minutes of Torah. Parashat Ve'etchanan. Why the Shema? We have an established evening routine in our house. The timing of it may vary a little bit, but once Gabby has brushed her teeth, she chooses two books which are read to her, and then we sing her the Shema. After that, she can request another song or two, but each and every night she hears the words of our Torah with the Shema sung to her before she goes to bed. Many people regard the Shema as our most important prayer. For the rabbis of old, it wasn't. They saw the Amidah, our standing prayer as Hatfila, the prayer. But the Shema has established itself as a central prayer within our liturgy and one that many people know and many people recite and view as essentially the watchword of our faith. On the one hand, we can see the centrality of this prayer with its opening words, its affirmation of the oneness of God. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, Adonai is our God, Adonai is one. In this moment, we establish God's oneness and God's dominion. We read these words for the first time in this week's Torah portion. There is no fanfare before their introduction, and it's not clear that these words would establish themselves as such a central prayer thousands of years later. On the one hand, perhaps this affirmation of God's oneness is why this prayer is so important. But I actually think it's a prayer that is aspirational for us as a community. We aspire to reach that point where we love God with all of our hearts, with all of our souls, and with all of our might. It's hard to do it. But then the Shema is interesting because it tells us what steps to take for success. We should say these words when we're at home, when we're on the way, when we lie down, when we rise up. We should bind them on our hands, have them as a symbol on our foreheads, and inscribe them on the doorposts of our house and on our gates. In this way, the Shema helps us by laying out steps to take to achieve this love of God. But I think the most important step, and the reason why this prayer is so important in our liturgy, is because this is the prayer within which we say, teach it to your children. The Shema is not just about us and our quest to love God. It's about the fact that we share that quest, we share that obligation with our children. The Shema is that prayer that we pass on from generation to generation. And in so doing, we bring those children into the circle of love that is shared with God. In this way, it is the perfect prayer to recite when we rise up and when we lie down, going to bed, secure in the love shared between us and God. Shabbat Shalom.